0: Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No bridge necessary. please. By law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might get win it here if the world in the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory, at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is The 77 Club.
3: Hello and welcome to episode two. <laughs> 211 of The 77 Club. Uh, Harry, start with the socials.
1: Can't be asked today, eh? Sam, just crack on. Right, Jack? <laughs> by now uh
3: jack said he'd come on but he couldn't promise he'd smile yeah he's kept to that um <laughs> so uh, this is very much very raw so just after the Penalty shootout lost to Nottingham Forest in the League Cup. We will talk about the Liverpool game, uh, another cup farce uh, later on in the show. But let's start with uh, what we've just seen. Uh, Harry, when the team came out, I don't think anybody was very hopeful at all. Um, and, and that first sort of what that first half, I suppose, was was pretty dreadful.
1: Yeah, the, oh, the team shocked me a bit. I must admit, I thought he'd go stronger than that.
2: Um, we were debating. Also, breaking wasn't...
3: news. Sorry, Jeff Beck has died. Obviously, uh, the singer of High Ho. Silver lining, there you
1: go. Oh, really? Um, was that, that, when, was a, that
2: when the last pen was saved? <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> you know, uh, 78 what years a, old. What a depressing
1: so... night! Jesus Christ, it's all happening. Yeah, just, um, just rest to... in peace. Um, sorry, the team. Yeah, we were discussing, weren't we? Is it a 5 2 3? Is it a 4 4 2? It turned out it was a five at the back, which I didn't like with Johnny and right center back, eight Nori left wing back. And we were awful, weren't we? First half an hour, we got back into it a bit. Um, with Huang and Raoul's chance. Nice to see Bolly not celebrating. The certain Morgan Gibbs-White could take some class out of his book, The Idiot, but he mm-hmm. obviously didn't, yep. which we'll get on to. But yeah, yep. and then Lopetegui made the right change in the second half and we got the equaliser and we probably should have won it in normal time, but I'm still fuming
2: after that penalty <laughs> <laughs> shootout. I'll just talk for a little bit. I'll just, I'll I was going to let you do second. it then. <laughs> um, yeah, fine. Um just yeah, it's it's. I always hate doing podcasts just after just after a game, especially when we've we've. You know, it's hard to process it, isn't it? Um, the team selection was strange. I was worried straight away as soon as I saw the team. I think it's always worrying when there's a big debate about what formation we're playing and who's playing where, because if the fans can't work it out, then you're thinking it's obviously not um, going to be sort of bread and butter to the, the players themselves as well. And I think that showed first half really, the first half an hour particularly. Um, we just looked all over the place. It was just very, very sloppy, stupid passes. And ultimately, that's when we conceded. We let in probably, you know, another, another sloppy goal off a corner. It just whacks Johnny in the face, doesn't it? And, oh. and then falls to bolly to like a, two feet out, if that. Um, but then the good thing about Lopetegui so far is he, he doesn't see things and he changes it. And he brought Nevers on at halftime, which was crying out for. Um, changed the game, and then I think with we're, we're much the better side, second half, and at the end really, Forrest were holding on, Forest were holding on. The problem is, though, that we knew, or well, I sort of knew as soon as we got to a penalty situation that that I just, you know, we can't hit a barn door at the best of times we? <laughs> so how are we going to win a penalty shootout? And I, I was shocked that Nevers missed his, his opening penalty, and I didn't see that coming. I thought he'd be one of the reliable ones. The penalty takers after that were all really good, <laughs> already good until... And as soon as he oh, said the name, I was—I was thinking to myself, who's going to take the fourth penalty? Who's going to take the fifth penalty? And in my head, I was thinking it's going to be Adama, and it's going to, going to go <laughs> into the into the sky. But fair play to Hodge for second enough, You can't really blame him. But there's just a few things in that game. I, I thought Sarr had saved Gibbs White's penalty. To be oh, honest, I think everyone I, did. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I thought he'd saved it. And on top of that, it's just the penalty—the penalty, the penalty shout—is the thing that's just getting to oh, me right now. God, in yeah. the fact that. In the fact that Matthias's boot has come off and the ref is in perfect position to see that. He's gone down the back of his leg, taking his shoe off and he waves play on. And it just seems at the moment, I don't want to just sound like we're the victim's here or crying, but whether VAR is there or VAR isn't there, it doesn't matter because we're getting the same decisions. And we've had two shouts. We've had a goal disallowed last week, which should have stood which VAR mm. just didn't turn up for because for whatever bullshit reason they made up. And today there's no VAR, and the ref can't get it right anyway when he's 10 feet away. So what's the point?
3: Mm. Completely. Uh, That's my beer now.
2: <laughs> um,
3: I, Harry, I, I think made the point at the end of the game that Dean Henderson had pretty much won that game for Forrest by himself to... Very, very good saves. Um, one was uh, against Jimenez, who can't buy a goal. Um <laughs> and, and laugh, So th- this, is, like... this is the picture. If you're watching on YouTube, sorry if you're on the podcast, but this is the Morgan Gibbs-White fingers in his ears, eyes closed, giving the Wolves fans who were behind the goal um, during the penalty shootout, a lot of stick. Um, probably about as much class as I would have thought would come from him, Harry. He does seem to have a chip on his shoulder, if you compare him to Willy Bolly in terms of professionalism, I know you mentioned it before, do you think he's doing himself a favour in that sort of situation? Do you think if it was the other way around and it was a, a Wolves player that was doing that to his old club, how you'd feel about it?
1: It's just absolutely classless. I know I know, he had a rocky time with us and he had a lot of stick and there was that a, a situation that leads away at the beginning of the season when I think he's, his dad got in a fight with a Wolves fan in the away end, but it's just classless. It's just... Naive, like look, like I said, take a, take a leaf out of Willy Bolly's book, show some class. Mm. And when he when he scored it, first of all, it's embarrassing for him to do that when his penalty was absolutely shit. And <laughs> Sa should have saved it. Awful run up, weak penalty. Sa should save it. And then he ran off, and it's the fact that he stopped himself to turn around and just stood there like an idiot. And then to then Cunha, funnily, I love Cunha by the way. Great great assist for Raul's goal. Love the fact he took the piss out of. <laughs> Gibbs-White doing the same thing when he scored his penalty. And then as we've seen on social media and things like that, he's gone up to Cunha after the game, Gibbs-White, trying to start on him and Totty's grabbed him and got rid of him. He's trying to get up Wolves players. He just looks like a spoilt little brat, Gibbs-White. And I mean, he's from the area, but he ain't going to be welcomed back around this area for for a while, is he? He ain't going to be welcomed back with open arms. And like I said, he's had a a bit of a rough time of it at Wolves. There's an article that came out today of him explaining that he fell out of love with football because he couldn't get in our first team. Well, he should have played a bit better, shouldn't he? He didn't do enough for yep. us and that's why he's left. And for, for me, I'm sorry, I know it's a bit raw it's just happened. We've gone out the cup. It's just so frustrating because his penalty was crap. His celebration was idiot as well because it's a celebration that Albion player did, isn't it? When we lost 3-2 to them and he's an idiot. I think he'll regret it in weeks to come. But yeah, he don't. He just looks like, a, I don't want to swear too much, but he looks like a bloody idiot to
3: me. Um, missed opportunity there wasn't Jack especially with uh, Man City going out this evening and we're thinking oh all the omens were there haven't been in a a semi-final of the League Cup since we actually won it beating Forest who were I think reigning European champions at the time and looking to secure their third in a row Um, it wasn't to be but we were talking about this I know it was a, a backdoor to Europe potentially, um, even though it's Conference League, but of course you would you would take it at, at this point, you know, securing survival. We hope uh, and potentially getting into getting into Europe to attract that better calibre of player.
2: Yeah, I made the mistake earlier. Just I think I said in the WhatsApp group, like if we get through, then just avoid City because you don't. Oh. You know, then, then we've got a chance. And <laughs> so now City are out, so whoever whoever the draw is going to happen while we're on air here, isn't it? Now, so whoever they're yeah. probably end up getting Southampton, not no Forest. I'm sure somebody tells us in the comments when they see who they have mm. got. But it's it's a massive missed opportunity. But at the same time, you can't sit here. Forest got, got Man United. Forest got Man United. happened that quickly. Okay, yeah. so he, well. Even then, you know, we'd have a chance against Man United. We're not, as you've seen from recent years, but I was going to say, but if you really want to get a backdoor into Europe, then you play your strongest team in this game, which I know you can't do when you've got West Ham on Saturday, which when Lopetegui came into this club he wouldn't have been tasked with, right, you've got to go and win the World Cup, uh, win the World Cup, win the League <laughs> <Cup>. <laughs> that, that, That'd be tough. Um, but his task would have been, right, you've got to come in here now, difficult situation, you keep the team in the Premier League. And that's his priority. And I've yeah. seen nothing so far to suggest he won't do that. So that that's why his team selections in the last two games have been, you know, not what you'd really expect. But at the same time, it's just disappointing as being a, a Wolves fan and just looking not just at the picture right now, but in our lifetimes, that but like you said earlier, Harry, we've never been in a in a League Cup semi final. Uh, our last League Cup semi final was
1: when we won it against Forest yeah. in 1980, which is exactly so, mad. I couldn't believe and, when I looked at that.
2: Well, yeah, I know, and we've had we've had a favourable run, haven't we? Really, we haven't really played anybody yet. That's that's part part of it. But yeah, it's it, it is a missed opportunity. But there are bigger fish to fry, so I, I understand it completely. Particularly with the congested fixture list after the World Cup and the fact we've now got a a replay against Liverpool, which nobody wanted and just shouldn't have happened in the first place. But I don't know, really. I don't uh, know let's what... talk about that
3: game, actually. Um, Harry, when that team came out against Liverpool, um, even my dad, who's a Liverpool fan, came in and said, well, Wolves taking it seriously then. I was like, this could be a cricket score here. And to be fair, the first 15 minutes, I think they absolutely battered us, but grew into the game. Um, even Johnny looked good, uh, but an absolute farce again at VAR, and also the, the offside rule for Salah's goal. You may as well just goal hang in the six-yard box in the, in the hope it's going to hit a defender. It's completely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, because obviously we've still got Forrest on our mind. The the two big talking points, as you mentioned, that Salah goal, that rule has got to be changed. It's ridiculous. It's got to be changed. Ridiculous. If Totty just leaves it, obviously Salah's offside because he goes for it. He's on. Don't make sense. We all know about the Totty goal. Absolute farce that a ground like Anfield hasn't got one camera That. uh can pick up the fact that Nunes was on side, as we've all seen. Don't buy it. Don't yeah, buy it. It's, it's just, if it's if it's the other way around, the ref doesn't even put his flag up, oh, does he? Th- this, but... this
2: this is the thing. That's the thing about, sorry to interrupt, but the thing that just riles me up about the two situations is, is whatever. I know all the Liverpool fans will say, oh yeah, but it happens to us, blah, 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 blah. I think both of those decisions on the day, the, the Salah goal and the Totty goal for us, would have gone the opposite way if it was for Liverpool. Because there's that degree of it's not just like you know there's that degree of uncertainty about Totti's goal because if if a defender plays the ball he has to actually be in control of it when he's doing it and what was he or was he stretching for it he wouldn't have played it if Salah wasn't there everyone knows that so it's weird straight away and I think that would have could have been interpreted the other way if it had to be and we all know about or we all know about the the what should have been the winning goal is that that flag wouldn't have gone up. That's the thing. It goes one way for one way for Liverpool, one way for us. If if we score a goal, then VAR has to prove that it was a goal. If Liverpool score, then it, it's the opposite. So yeah. that's that's the whole level of, of interpretation about it. The shot I just mm. don't buy. And we, we see it all the time. And I'm guessing a lot of the other 14 clubs do in, in this league is that the refs are so scared against getting something wrong against Liverpool that they have to have what's you know, it's an unconscious bias to a degree. That that would favour those, and when you're just seeing the videos of the rep telling him to put the flag up when he's already running back, he's just like, "What is going mm. on there?" So, well, what
1: I will say, the other thing to talk to relate to tonight actually is what I don't get about tonight because of that Liverpool game. We played four four two. I know, as Matt Sam said, we started off quite bad against Liverpool first fifteen minutes or so, but after that, we just went for it, didn't we? And had a go with them and created chances. Ended up scoring three goals. Really, if you. Taking into consideration how bad the VAR decision was. But why didn't we do that tonight? I don't know why we went five at the back tonight. Why didn't he just play the team maybe play the players he started, but do a 4-4-2? Put uh, eight Nori on the left, you know, on the left, play, play Guedes as the 10, out on the right, and have a go with him. And we just sat back, didn't we, first half hour against Forrest tonight? You know, that's what frustrates me. And a lot of people are saying in the comments, I must say, sorry to go back to Forrest, but that's all everyone's talking about. Forest are really crap as well, aren't they? They are yeah. rubbish, and they were. And I know they were better than us the first half hour tonight, but we should have beat them. They're so bad. Gibbs White was really up for it. Obviously, he was dying to score so he could do his silly celebration in normal time, but then he did it in the penalty shootout. But that's what frustrates me. But I think if Lopetegui could look back on that and change it, I think he probably would have played the four four two or four four one one instead of playing. Johnny at right centre-back with a five. And what I will say as well, I really think we miss Collins at the back. We look so shaky and weak without him in there. He had he had a blinder against Liverpool. I know he made that mistake for Liverpool's equaliser, but he had an absolute blinder. He was brilliant. And I keep forgetting he's only 21 as well. The lad's brilliant. I know he's had a lot of stick lately as well, but I think he's really good. Kilman, struggling. And I thought he struggled against a knight as well. But yeah, I just wish we'd have gone think, for it a bit I, more first I half think today.
3: Uh, a shout-out to Lembert um Oh, brilliant! Fit in perfectly, I think, as well against Liverpool. I think he deserved a shout against Forest tonight. I, I, I think against Forest, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen us give the ball away so cheaply, so many times as we did tonight. It's so frustrating. And and Harry, back to your point, is that Forest don't look very good at all, and and they were just as bad, to be honest. Um, but it it was end to end. Martin, the comment says uh, Totty played well. Couldn't agree more. I think he's really growing into a, a decent player. And I ha- Harry, I know you said they looked a bit shaky, but I don't know if some of that is, is Johnny being part of that, um,
1: that centre-back yeah.
3: area.
1: To all well, Totti obviously he made the mistake for Salah's goal against Liverpool, scored the third. Um, but he, he's got a mistake in him, Totti. He is, I think he, he's done okay, oh, don't okay. get me wrong, but he has got a mistake in him. He's a bit panicky on the ball. He makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. But he's, he's, he's no worse than Kilman at the moment for me. Kilman looks just as shaky. So yeah, um, I think Chelsea's got a lot to improve on.
2: It's an area that we need to strengthen, but at the same time, I didn't see what happened. Um, but if he did like lamp Gibbs White out, he'd be apparently a cool he Hero did. didn't yeah. he? so I don't know what happened afterwards, but um, um, <laughs> that's like hero status straight away after that, isn't it? Yeah <laughs> but,
1: forget any mistake he's made if he's ragged old Morgan Gibbs White around Nottingham, we'll let him off.
3: <laughs> I love that. Um couple of couple of things that Cunha being one of them, um, I think we've got probably got a player there, haven't we, Harry? It's yeah, both to him and Jimenez. I know, I know it's a tap-in, but A, you've got to get the ball in the box, as he did, and, and B, you've got to be there to tap in.
1: Yeah, and he set up the golden knee for Wang against Liverpool. And yeah. I, I, like I said, tonight after the, even that little cameo against Villa, I said on this podcast, I really like the look of him. I love his personality, like we mentioned, of him mocking Gibbs White and having a bit of a tussle with him after the game. And for me, if Diego Costa's injured, which I think he is, I know Raúl scored tonight, but again, I thought he was rubbish. So I would play, I'd play Cunha for the middle up front. I'd have him as the main striker. I really like the look of him. He he had a few uh, like shots tonight, were a bit weird. We had that remember that one shot he had, where he went miles wide. But I like him. I like his personality. I like everything about him, and I'd have him as my main man up front now.
2: There was a comical about two minutes, probably about 75, 80 minutes, where Samado let the ball just roll out of play. Hodge Hodge tried to have a shot from a promising position in the box and missed the ball. And then Kuna had that one that just went went out in between the corner flag and the goal, which you're thinking, like, what is going on here? And it's not summing it up but it's just it just shows that you know it's just it was just sloppy even in the second half there was just sloppiness which yeah. so shouldn't be creeping in and Lopetegui to be fair was going nuts when he he was he put, some of the things probably he about 90 minutes, minutes yeah. but yeah so I, I imagine that he definitely particularly at half-time, gave him a right to talking to you because it, it definitely did improve oh, yeah. obviously the formation change ha- helped as well but I, <laughs> I don't know I really. love
1: how animated Lopetegui is like you can't, you can't say he don't care, can you? Like the, he's, well, he got booked, didn't he? He does
2: <laughs> not give a shit about the technical area markings. Oh, <laughs> <Like, Hodge laughs> does <to> he bother? <laughs> he might have well run to the corner flag.
3: Um mm. If if Joe Hodge is the answer, then what is the question? Because I I don't I don't
1: see not it. penalties. Hodge. I, I mean, I thought Hodge was brilliant against Liverpool. I thought he had a really good game. Obviously, come on tonight. Didn't have much time to make an impact. Had that one that came to him on his left foot and he kind of missed it. But to have him as the fifth penalty taker, I don't know who chose that. I'm assuming Lopetegui chose it. Bad decision for me. Big pressure. Even if he was taking the penalty to win it, still huge pressure to put on the young lad's shoulders. Why not have Neves as the fifth penalty taker? Yeah? No,
2: no, you put you put your best penalty taker first, which I know didn't ah. work. We, we saw that at the World Cup, didn't we? <laughs> we saw it at the yeah. World Cup. Is you put your best players first? The question is, why is Hodge taking one? He should be fifth, five anyway. Should it, it should, should, should have be been Triore. Really, he's an entire oh,
1: player. Well, we'd have lost we should... anyway, wouldn't we? You'd have scored. Yeah, you. well,
2: yeah, but but again, it's putting a lot of pressure on a very very young player. I'm guessing he put his hand up and said, "I want to take one," which fair mm. play to him. But even then, you could look to one of your one of your you know wingers. Uh, sorry, sorry, one of your um, wing backs or you know yes, centre back because they, they had a few defenders take their penalties, didn't they? Um, yeah. But I don't know, really. It's it's one of those where you can't really moan at him for, for, for um, stepping up and having having it to take on. But as soon as the, as soon as I saw it, it was hard, I was like, oh no! Like yeah. you just you just saw it coming, in you not know, Because it's a lot of pressure. I, I never had felt situation like Neves,
1: before. I felt like Neves was going to miss as well for some reason. See, I didn't I thought
2: I thought Neves would score.
1: No, I just had a weird feeling. He had a bit of a a weird game, didn't he, when he came on?
2: He he had a ropey, again just a weird shaky, particularly first ten minutes where he was just he was just Straight passes uh, and headed,
1: headed back. It yeah. He headed it straight into his path and gives so well obviously got the shot off. God, and Samed- I'm it? just thinking now of mistakes in that one. Samado is his knee in the inside of the post. Like got away yeah. with that one. God, he was a bit shaky at times tonight at it, the back.
2: It was it was not from both sides, it was not a particularly brilliant um technical game of football. Let's be honest. No. It was a bit a bit shaky, a bit like a cup tie, really. But uh, it it is a bit. It is a bit gutting it, but particularly after we got ourselves back in the game with we a better team. We had the penalty shout. Granted, they had that one, like you said, that the post as well, which could have uh, given them the win. But, yeah. A bit of a rivalry in,
1: um, against Forest now, isn't there? I think that's no, going to cause no. uh, It's really a bit like after the... <laughs> Playtime with the Wolves. I'm assuming this is a Nottingham Forest fan that's come in, but they, I think he's referring to that tweet that Wolves took the piss out of uh, when we beat him nil at Molyneux. Now this has happened with Gibbs White. Probably a bit of a... And we're in a relegation battle with him, so it's going to be one of those weird rivalries that probably gets created. But I'm still... I, I, it's a bit dangerous doing the podcast now because I'm still seething about Gibbs White. I've got to really careful of what I say, but he ain't going to be able to walk around Wolverhampton freely for a while, is he? Let's be honest. I wouldn't have thought
3: so, but it does Idiot. add a little bit of spice to the uh, the game at the city ground later on in the season. It would be interesting to see what happens. Um, it would be interesting to see what players are turning out for Wolves in that game. Um, Harry, there's been a, a couple of transfer rumours swirling around. Um, Mikel Antonio of West Ham is one of them. Uh, Liam Keen at the Express and Star is reporting that West Ham are trying to block that. Uh, I didn't realise he was 32. He's actually only 18 months younger than the De- Diego Costa, and I don't know, read into that what you will. Um, is he the right kind of person that we need to be bringing in? I would suggest yes. Good Premier League pedigree. And what I said a couple of weeks ago on the podcast is is poaching good players off teams in and around the same area of us. And, and he would certainly tick the box for that. Well, yeah, I'd definitely take him. But I, if I was West Ham,
1: I'd block it too. Why would they want to help us? They're down there fighting for relegation with us. Dawson as well, isn't it? The defender? Yeah, yep. Craig Dawson. Craig yep. Dawson we want. Again, if I was West Ham, I wouldn't do that. Only Wolves are stupid enough to sell players to rival teams, like Cody to Everton, Gibbs-White to Forrest. Bolly Cody to, Forrest. to Everton was a masterstroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was a masterstroke, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, but, oh, Bolly to Buzzy Forrest. I don't know, man, but I'd take Antonio. I've always liked Antonio. I, you know. Yeah. but what, is he, we, we probably need Dawson more than Antonio, don't we? Yeah. We need a defender more than we do a striker.
2: We need we need centre back cover. What's happened to Antonio then? Because going back eighteen months at West Ham, he was the main man, wasn't he? And what's what? Why would he even he consider? I, sure. I, I I don't I'm believe sure. I won't believe this one until it happens. If it does happen, to be honest with you, I can't see it. But has he not been playing as much or or what?
3: I'm assuming so. I couldn't tell you to be honest. I'm not sure. I, was, but... I, I think it's just one of those where they've gone. Oh shit, we need. It's it's shit or bust basically, and they've they've gone. Who's available? Mm-hmm. Who we can who we can get. They're going to have to pay more uh, in terms of market value. Anyway, uh, where's Bayless on holiday again? Probably skiing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But there was another one, I think Sky Sports were reporting that Felipe of um, Atletico uh, could be on his way. Uh, Experienced centre-back, 33 years old. A couple of Brazil captains there since 2018. Looks to be a, a safe and steady pair of boots at the back if you like so I mean that could happen again it would probably be a cut price deal due to his age are these little fixes that you think is the, the right way to go and then hopefully achieve survival jack in the summer and then look to bolster the squad with you know the 26 27 year old um I
2: don't know about little fixes I'm hoping the players that he, he brings in will you know be part of his plans not just for the the short term but for the next couple of years to be honest with you but uh January is always weird, isn't it? It's about what you can get rather than what everything that's out there. And, um, you know, the one player he has brought in so far has uh, shown glimpses of being very good. One of those, one of those tonight, really, he, he seems to have a bit of a sense of humor with these little, uh, with his basically mimicking Gibbs white's penalty celebration just after his was, uh, I think the fans will, will, like that and they'll get them on board pretty quickly. Um, obviously it didn't end very well in the end, but, um, so yeah, I, I'm, not sure really i reckon there, there has to be like cover brought in particularly like center back really we've got three center backs and sometimes we play with three center backs in the same starting 11 like you saw tonight really johnny isn't a center back he's let's be honest he's not tall enough um so we definitely need cover there we need we need firepower up front so yeah antonio would would make sense for that really and how many people are going to get in, in january the um that January with Premier League experience, who can score, who will come to a team that is in a relegation battle. But uh, saying that, everything I've seen so far is positive and I think that we will, will get out of it. That's
3: a good order, that is that? A Forest uh, fan uh, Maca- in the chat. Macaulay says, uh, as a Forest fan, I'm surprised that wasn't a penalty in this snowflake decade. I wouldn't give it. But if you were Man United, that would be a penalty. That's from Macaulay, who is... His boot flew off in
1: half.
3: Well that's the thing. He never is holding his boot going his boots Look. come off and yeah. you know that's the thing. Um another one that's been linked today, I think, is Mario Lamina, uh, former Fulham, Southampton, Juventus, Galatasaray, central midfielder, uh, currently with Nice. Um
2: It's nice. <laughs> but it,
3: it is in France. Um, I mean that's Bubou Cartro already that screams to me. It's is is he? Do we need to sort of get him back, Harry? Or is a centre midfielder really on the list?
1: Well, he's two months out, any apparently. So, a centre two midfielder. Uh, yeah, but that's the rumor. So, got to be on the list, has not it? Um I do like the look of Hodge, but you can't put all uh, all the pressure on him. I know Laporte, seems to like him, but yeah. We, uh, I mean, the what's his name? The new, the bloke who took over sellers. Is it Hobbs? The new bloke. Matt Hobbs. Yeah, he's. He, he said that we we're going to look to bring two or three in. We've only brought Cunha in at the moment, so it should happen. I know everyone wanted it the 1st of January, <laughs> but that's not realistic. Mark Rose just put in the comments, oh, sorry I've, I've lost it now, but he said 17th will be a fantastic season considering we can't score goals. I agree with that. I'd take 17th now if you're offered at me. But against Liverpool, we could score goals. So if we play that formation, maybe just don't start Raul. I think we will get a few more goals. I know I'm being harsh on Raul, but come on, he is done, any
3: I think it, it did make me laugh when you think you put in the group that he, he's just walking around trying to look busy. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it, it generally looks like he just runs, sprints for a bit, and it's just to look like he's doing something because he's not making any runs he used to to get in good positions. I know he scored a good, uh, well, a good goal, a tap in, great he ball into him, and you've got to be there.
3: <laughs> got to be there, yeah.
1: You've got to be there. So I suppose it is, oh, I'm going to get pelters, but everything else he did was awful. Did, and think
2: I suppose a couple of things that just spring to mind on that is, I know probably Huang and Jimenez got pelt his first half, but the two chances we created was yeah. Huang to Jimenez and Jimenez to Huang. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just because uh, I guess, you know, neither of them can finish. To be fair, I think Huang was unlucky, really. He did everything right. He did it to the ground. It's, mm. you, you know, just went straight at him. The thing that really annoyed me about Jimenez was the Liverpool game where we had we had a break on, and I think it was oh, basically yeah. a four on yeah. three. And he, he had he had... a a ball left and a ball right either of them was fine it didn't matter and instead he just ran into their centre-back and we we lost possession from a, a really promising position and that that sort of thing is just unforgivable because I think he's just trying too hard to get the glory I think now rather than actually thinking with a football brain and playing it the way it should go and that that's probably just more of a worry than anything really
3: uh, Hungry Like the Wolf says how useless was a dammer when he came on. Didn't even try, went for see nutmegs rather than take it on. Couldn't
1: agree
2: with words. How- took the words out of
1: my mouth. When he came on, I was really excited. I thought he's gonna he's gonna be the match winner. And he was awful. I don't know if it's because he's absolutely pissing down with rain. he didn't fancy it, but I agree. They did like double and triple up on him, but he, twice he just tried to run through a people, didn't what? he? Like he literally just tried to run what, at them
2: Yeah, it's, <sighs> it's bad decision making because like yeah. They, they put two men on him straight away. You can see that. But the thing with the Dharma is, he doesn't just think, okay, I've got too many. I'm going to play the easy ball back. He thinks they're giving it to me. So I've got to try and get past them, even when it's not on. And that's what he did a few times tonight. It's like, you're thinking, just pass it back to Nunes. He's open. And rather than that, he tries to be clever and just falls on his ass. So That's
3: the thing. If it's not Pedent doing stupid flicks, it's someone doing them in dangerous areas or ones where there could be an attacking option and they don't take it. Um um, I don't know what to say really I think when you look at how the draws panned out and by the looks of it obviously it would have been Manchester United so I don't think we did particularly badly um, but Harry we starting to see glimpses of a, of a team now we, we've said that you know if, if you if you look at it on the whole Lopetegui's reign so far has been quite encouraging um, so do you feel that it that these are steps in the right direction, although obviously we are disappointed coming on straight after a loss, especially on penalties.
1: Mm. Yeah, including the Jinning game we've one two <laughs> in, in his first run of games. And the the signs are there, aren't they? The, we mentioned it over the weeks, his substitutions are refreshing. He, I think he made his first mistake tonight by playing starting with five at the back, but he's not going to make every single decision perfectly. And obviously everyone's a genius in hindsight. But, yeah, I think I'm confident still we'll be absolutely fine in the league. We were the better team tonight, I think. I think we deserve to win it. It's just, again, it was that struggle of us uh, with the cutting edge. We only got the one goal. We should have got more. Rodan look a bit at the back, need a couple of players. But, yeah, I like I like Lopetegui. I like how animated he is on the sidelines. I'd never expected us to go to Liverpool the weekend and pretty much beat them 3-2. So yeah, I, I think all the signs are positive. Still, I know if Bayless was here, he'd say we're going down in twentieth on four goals. But he, he, everyone in the chat is asking about Bayless. He just refused to do it. He went to bed because obviously he was so annoyed about Gibbs <laughs> wife sticking his fingers in his ears. And and Bayless would have said something to get this podcast shut down. So in a way,
0: we're
3: glad he went <laughs> yeah, to bed. Jack, reasons to be cheerful. Obviously, um, aside from uh, Lopetegui's brain looking positive uh the fact that Cunha has um grabbed Morgan Gibbs white um f- fills you with a little bit of positivity
2: yeah I mean reasons to be cheerful we look a lot better that was that Lopategi's sixth sixth game and the improvement yeah. is, is is massive isn't it really we've got um we've got two, two fewer games to contend with now really in already a congested fixture list which isn't a bad isn't a bad thing considering where we are, but at the same time I also just always just think, particularly when you rotate your squad, is you don't get better at football by not playing football is kind of something that I think sometimes, particularly when a new manager trying to learn about new players and new faces coming in. Those games could have been useful. Um we're not out of the FA Cup or albeit that it's just ridiculous that we you know we really really should have been there. And you know what will happen? They'll beat us three 0 in, in the next game or something stupid, do not know So that, that's what's gonna happen. And then um, reason to be cheerful actually another one is that it annoyed Jurgen Klopp having an extra game so he can cry about that like he does every <laughs> yeah. January about how hard it is on Liverpool the fixture list with the, all these massive amounts of players and squad and he can have a little whinge about it and he say, mentioned oh, no, that blah, didn't blah, 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 he in his post yeah what a wrestler. prick but... <laughs> to be fair to him though he
1: did at least at least he admitted that our third was a golden knee I thought he was going to be like oh you know Giving it the just go with the yeah, referee's decision. But it, it, it. Ima- imagine, I know we've said it and we keep going on about it, but imagine the uproar if that would have happened to Liverpool. Oh, their it, fans clop, we'd still be on about it now.
2: It, it'd like, have been all, all week, is oh. not it? And you, st- you yeah. still get these absolute more on virgins on Twitter whose like profile picture is a, like a Liverpool badge saying, What you're about is offside, he's offside, he's offside. <laughs> Offside,
1: there's freeze frame in the wrong time, so it looks like freeze the the frame in the wrong time. Not yeah. understanding
2: how phases of play work in football yeah. these days, even though it's been like it forever, like just because someone's offside at some point. And this is that the whole logic doesn't make sense because the whole logic they're saying would mean that Salah would have been offside for the first goal. Also, again, going back to phases of play, one of their players had a chance to clear the ball, mm. um, in for uh, Toti's goal that wasn't a goal, which is no different in my mind to what Toti Gomez did. Tried to clear the ball for Salah's goal. But so where's the difference, really? He's had a chance to clear it. He's fluffed it. So surely everyone's back on side then by the same logic that ruled out the first goal. I've thought about this a lot in the last few days. I know, like everyone has, but
1: I I was just happy. After the game, I was angry. But then when I saw the likes of like Robbie Fowler and I think even Danny Murphy said, Look, yeah, if if some of their ex players or whatever, or like Carragher or someone would have started, gone quiet and not admitted, I would have been fuming. But even to be fair to Liverpool fans, I know that you mentioned a few did tweet things like you just said, but it weren't as many as I thought it was going to be. A lot of them just stayed quiet because they knew they'd got away with it. I think that that says a lot for Twitter as well. Like usually Liverpool fans, even if like they don't think they should have like it got against them. But they knew, didn't they? They they absolutely knew. It was horrendous. It's the worst VAR decision, apart from you mentioned Sam, was it in lockdown when the goal line technology broke for Villa? Yeah, Sheffield United. Sheffield United it was like that, wasn't it? It was on the yeah. I reckon it was Probably as bad or
2: if worse than that. Again, just thinking about this. Now, I, I I knew already that VAR didn't use the same pictures as the broadcasters did. I think everyone knew that. That was the thing. They have different different things. But in my stupid mind, then I thought, okay, they're using their own cameras. They would have cameras permanently set up in fixed positions which cover every part of the pitch. So so what's yeah, happened? What's should, failed? That's that's yeah, what they, I don't understand. What they, has they failed? Should
3: there shouldn't not be an angle.
2: Yeah, so, look, the, the, the VAR, they don't use the broadcast as pictures, but there's one camera and someone's running about with it. Just to, like, I, I don't understand what's going on. How is there not an angle to cover all the areas of the pitch at the whole time? It's, its you know, it's 2023. And how many cameras are there? Everyone's got a camera on their phone in that stadium. There's, there's a lot there's, come out, didn't it? Yeah. You know, it's there's, there's, there's 60,000 cameras just with normal people there. <laughs> and, and, and there can't you know be a what? camera that permanently like covers every. Every, every part of the pitch. I remember when we went to we went to the tour years ago. You were there, Sam. We went to the Amsterdam Arena in um, in Amsterdam, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> in, like, <laughs> like, um, in, in Bromsgrove, <laughs> they said there that they, that they that they had CCTV cameras. This is about twenty years ago. That if anyone was sending a text message, they could read every person's text message in that stadium. Wow. And that was twenty years ago. So so why now in in the Premier League is there not a camera that's permanently fixed? watching every part of the pitch. I, that's why I don't buy it. And this is why you've got stupid conspiracy theory stuff. It's like, would it have happened the other way around? No, they did. they, did, they did, uh, Digging, comment. They dig can find a... Find a um, you sent yeah. the
1: picture into WhatsApp and I tweeted off our account and it blew up a bit. You sent I mean, that f- yeah. still of BN Sports yeah. with the Hawkeye it's, image. It's a How same have image BN Sports though. got that but not 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 them in Stockley <laughs> Park? Exactly. The
2: the degree at which footballers are tracked, every movement on the pitch is tracked these days because then you say this person has run 5.8 kilometres in this half or whatever it might be and this is their heat map. Everyone knows where every player is at the (laughs) exact moment in every game of top tier football.
3: So I think it's, Mark, just
2: it's just bollocks, isn't it? What
3: Mark makes the point of, uh, you know, the issue is no transparency from the people in charge. After every game, the officials should be interviewed like players and managers regarding the game. It's like the mafia in charge. I'd have to agree. I think mm. it, it it can't be long, can it, Harry, until we're starting to see officials in front of the cameras after games. Because, some, you know, even if it's just to justify, well, this is what I saw, or give them the chance to say, well, look, I got it wrong. Especially in this situation, because the linesman didn't put his flag up. I know they're meant to wait now, but that
1: image coming out of the referee, like literally waving at him to put the flag up, is horrendous. So we'd need to know why he did that. Mm. And I agree, they need to be held accountable. And the thing is, I've seen someone make the argument with VAR. They say it's not the technology's fault. It's the literally the officials, like Mike Dean was in Stockley Park. I know they had no access to the cameras. So it is far, isn't it, really? But even tonight... It's a, we get, we're having bad luck with VAR and just referees in general. We can't win. I think the officiating in this country is horrendous. Look at the World Cup. If, I think it went quite smoothly, didn't it, the World Cup? I think it, maybe it's just our
2: officials. I don't know. It, it went really well, well in the World Cup. Um, however, there were some very soft penalty calls which probably went the way of big players and big teams mm. thinking of Messi and these sorts of things and penalties mm. given against them. The problem with that probably or the differences that um... I, just kind of, I can't get in my head that there's a there's conspiracy theory about them wanting teams like Liverpool to go further in the FA Cup because it builds the brand. And when it's Argentina playing Poland, whoever it, whoever it was, where there's soft penalties yeah, coming it was, against yeah. it, everyone's expecting Argentina to go through anyway because it you know the best teams usually go through in the World Cup and reach to later stages because there's a quite a big gap between the, the top teams and the, the next level teams. Liverpool going out of the FA Cup to, you know it, although Wolves are a good team, they're not a glamorous team globally just just side. just makes just makes me think i just can't get this bad taste out of my mouth and that's that's the thing which i think a lot of people have been struggling with
3: uh aaron said uh, all football had to do was copy and paste rugby's video ref and they've somehow messed it up uh shrub says or instead of an interview have the mic connected to the stadium so everyone they can do hear that
1: in, is that what they do in rugby i've never been to a rugby game can you actually hear them on the tunnel you, like, no, on, you, on, you on the can't. tv you and can honestly watch on the TV home. you can, yeah. So yeah. if you're watching at home, you can imagine how can good hear would that the, be on Sky Sports and that and you could hear the refs. But I reckon it would cause even more outrage. Imagine if well, you were the layer of refs, entertainment. Imagine if you were the ref on the Liverpool game that we played and you hear the ref going, put your flag, Lino, put the flag up, put the flag up, get on the check, <laughs> get on the check, it's Liverpool, it's Liverpool. You know, that's, that's, that's that's why they won't do it.
3: I, I think one of the other reasons that they won't do it is because of the swearing and that will play a major yeah, part. Because in rugby you don't you don't get the players swearing at all it, it just know, becomes yeah. unbroadcastable un-
2: then true but they do do it in some countries it's not just it's not just football globally because that uh, the australian referee um who refs in the premier league now there's videos of him uh, refereeing in the australian a league and yep. and they, it, they and they do it you can hear what mm-hmm. he's saying all the time but the, the way you stop all this this stuff about you could stop it in two weeks you could stop all the dissent on the pitch and the swearing is if you just say mm-hmm. right the two players who talk to the referee, the two captains, that's it. Anyone else questions him, you get booked. Anyone swears at him, you get booked. It, it, every, the first few weeks, there'd be red cards galore, but it'd be yeah. over pretty quickly. So yeah. I don't know why they didn't do, don't do it. Really, the thing but. is,
3: we, we say that all the time about diving. Are you know, mm. oh, we clearing up straight away if we just booked, booked everyone who was yeah. diving? And it, and it just never think I don't know why.
1: Another thing, another thing the referees made a mistake with in the Liverpool game, they didn't book Totti for taking his top off. No, so was just one that. mistake. It was just one mistake yeah. after can another.
2: You, can you book someone for for celebrating a goal that it wasn't a goal? For, well, for he still took regions. his top
1: off. If he just randomly did it while the game was on, he'd get booked, wouldn't
2: he? What if he had blood in shirt?
1: That's if true. He didn't did he? He was just running off, <laughs> it, right? <laughs> oh. <Wow. Wow. laughs> i don't know i don't know how you, how what, are you more, what are you more angry about gibbs white doing the year celebration or that Give a fuck
2: about gibbs White? <laughs> honestly <laughs> i don't give a shit about it sounds him, like it, it. <laughs> like, i'm not really very really bothered whatever do it what once okay well done you've, you've you know you got your little move away well well done obviously you didn't want to be here so i hope I, just, I don't want to
1: say it actually might stop myself you know what? i just hope a certain female of a half Brilliant. doesn't put anything because that would tip me over the edge if she puts, put his instagram stories on
3: and tweets i won't do anything but it'll annoy me <laughs> uh, just on the on the point of the the referees and stuff uh, i don't know what i don't understand is why broadcasters haven't just gone and got the referees report after a game and read it out mm. i've never known anyone do that they go and they write a report yeah well
1: Neves and Lopetegui apparently are in the referees room for ages after the game, wasn't they? And I bet the refs just didn't say what they're gonna say. They Get can't out. say anything. I think they knew they'd made a mistake. <laughs> and like you said, nothing's been said, has it? Like they haven't come out and said, Yeah, sorry, it was onside. because I think it caused even more uproar. So they're just gonna stay quiet. There's still nothing been said about it, has there? Like the
2: well there's no there's no way of properly proving it with the camera angles that they would say were conclusive. What so the thing with the thing be... with Hawkeye, they got an apology with the goal line technology for Hawkeye when it failed Villa Sheffield United because it failed, they just said look, the yeah, it didn't work in that circumstance. But um, you know, I don't I don't think they will because, like you said, it would cause more uproar if they came out and said it should have been a goal, but mm.
1: That's it. Yeah, Tell them to ask show. for Dazzling Day's vlog footage and send that to the <laughs> Even from the angle beyond the goal, you can see Nunes was on site. He, just, he just knew it
2: straight away. As soon as I said there's no pictures, I was like, in the next day or so, it didn't even take a day, it took a few hours really. There's going to be yeah. so many fan videos pop up of people filming that because every game you go to now, there's a corner, a corner. or a free kick yeah. or whatever, there's so many phones just filming and it can it can prove it straight away. But shambles.
3: Right. Well, next up is West Ham. Um, Harry, I, I imagine we'll see some changes from the side that start tonight. Who do you think has got a starting berth?
1: Well, Colin straight back in. Obviously, Neves starts. Probably the, the same team that started against Villa, minus Huang for me. I probably I don't think saying that. I thought Huang did okay. I, I was frustrated with him at times first half, but I thought second half he did a lot better. Um, and I think Lopetegui likes Wang, hence the fact he's been starting him a lot in the Premier League. And that's a good thing, the fact we're going straight into West Ham. I know it's annoying tonight, but straight back at it, aren't we? Straight back into it. To try and forget about it. If we win Saturday, we'll be over tonight very quickly. And yeah, I think it'd be the team that started against Villa pretty much. Um, Costa might be injured. So as I mentioned, I would start Cunha over Raul. So that would be who I'd have up front. I, go, I hope you don't go five at the back. That would be silly. I hope you don't do that. Go the four four two or the or the four four one one or four three three, hopefully.
3: Jack, <laughs> sorry, I was on mute then. Sorry, then. I was like, mute you yourself. Then? I, don't, um, I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, I think we missed, missed Bueno. To be fair, I, I think he should come straight back in. Oh, Bueno, thing. good shout. Yeah, I think he'll be in.
2: I forgot about Bueno, yeah. Eight Nori, like, wasn't the best tonight, was he? Really? That's probably why he got subbed. But you're asking a lot of him. You know, playing in a different position. Um, do you think he's trying yeah, to do got...
3: Gareth Bale with that? I think he's trying to take him from left back into a, a competitive uh, yeah, winger. He's so trying to
2: game take game, up right? golf. I was, I was, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's worked well so far. Isn't it really. I mean, it's uh, there's still rumours flying around that he might be going, are there? But you can't can't let him go because he's. But
1: do you think, uh, but Charles, doing impact? enough. People were slagging off Martinho tonight for his performance, but I said, he had, I was. He's I was, had a few I good games, I think.
2: Yeah, but I was just worried about when you when we saw the starting lineup, I was just worried about Matinho and just his legs in midfield and I think it showed pretty quickly really. I mean Neves makes everything tick for us, doesn't he? Even when he's ropey like he was for the first 15 minutes we came up. But
3: I didn't think he was too bad tonight. He's all
1: right. Yeah. I, I was I was a bit surprised how much stick he was getting online, to be honest. I thought he was all right.
2: Huang seems to be dividing opinion because just reading these comments here, I've seen a few people say that he seems to have improved a lot under Lopetegui he was quite good tonight, and other people saying he was terrible. So I, I don't know whether it's just the, the the prejudice you've got already thinking that Huang, you know, just Hwang off, for God's sake, or whether we we are, um, I don't know, just uh, can't change our opinion that quickly, but what, what do you two think? Mm.
3: I, I, yeah, I think it's, it. everything has become so binary these days that, you know, you've, if you don't take a liking to someone straight away, they become your public enemy number one, it seems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Harry Forrest is so bad. What does that make us
1: bad? But I think we're better than Forrest. <laughs> I really do. I do. I, I thought we were better than them tonight. And on that, I, I think we're pulling, oh, I don't know. I think we're still pulling in a better direction than them. They got battered in the FA Cup with their second team. It is annoying. We've lost it's making that comment is just winding me up even more because we should have been but, on tonight. But, yeah, Look, I really don't hate Luke- them.
2: Losing a penalty to shootout does not mean that you are worse than that team. That's not, that's no. not how it works, is it? I mean, they, they were holding on towards the end, you could tell. They knew that we had, we had the momentum and we were the, the main attractive pres- presence. Even though they had a few chances, you know, on the break, but second half, we were much the better side. But if you don't score, you don't win games, do you? So, mm. Can't really moan.
3: Is there a Leeds fan giving the stick in the comments? If you'd have beaten us, it could have been you tonight. I think he's on about um, Gibbs, right? Ah, um, not us. <laughs> There you go. I take it personally. <laughs> straight away. Straight <laughs> for <from> the <laughs> Um Let's do a score prediction for West Ham, Harry. Uh
1: Oh God. I've got to be confident. We're going to concede because we always do. Um, they're going to get one goal. We're going to get two. I'm going with two-one walls.
3: Jack.
2: Um, just looking at their recent form, it's pretty terrible, man. They lost the last four. Lost the last four league games. Oh, that's you know what that means, doesn't it? Yeah. One nil West Ham. Then remember that. Yeah. <laughs> After all this, all this positivity and the fact we now we just like we can comfort ourselves right now by saying, "Oh, it's really disappointing. We lost on penalties. We should have won. It would have been a semi final. You know, we'd have a City around. We've had a had a real chance. We can say it doesn't matter because we you know we need to stay up and we can focus on Saturday. So we're gonna lose." we'll lose in Saturday <laughs> just, we'll just look at the comments Jack it's it.
3: either the Wolves are going to win maybe scrape it 2-1-1-0 and Morgan Gibbs White is a bell end so there you go that's all you need to do go to the comments <laughs> section you'll feel much better uh, perfect okay well we'll leave that there for another week we'll say thank you and goodbye it's a goodbye from Harry Mansell
1: goodbye to you too but not goodbye to Gibbs White I hope you have a really bad <laughs> rest of the season <laughs> and goodbye right. right. <laughs> goodbye right. I hope Jack you sleep Williams. on your elbow <laughs> 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 I hope you stub your
2: toe when you get you fall out of bed. Um <sighs> yeah, bye. I
3: hope you wake up in the middle of the night and get a drink and you spill it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot. That. Like <laughs> you try and pick it up and it just falls in, in on your This hat, is annoying right? isn't it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.